Hello everybody, welcome to a new episode. <clears throat> I know it's been a bit. We went into the atheist argument on the previous episode, and now with everything going on between the Palestinians, Hamas, and uh, Israel, <clears throat> we're going to go into some a little bit of education in this matter, and... With this, I want everybody to have a moment of silence and a prayer for both the Israelis, Israel as a state, and um, the Palestinians. Jesus told us that we must pray for our enemies and love our enemies. And even if we side with Israel, and we look at the Palestinians as enemies, or if whether side you're on, you know, mm -hmm. we have to realize that whatever the enemies are on your end, we need to pray for them. Now, it also says in the book of Genesis to bless Israel, and those who bless Israel will be blessed. And in that respect, mm -hmm. I do bless Israel, and I am hoping that they can pull themselves out of this mess, and they can find a way to make peace with the Palestinians, and have it all under one state of Israel, where they would be treated as citizens under um, the state of Israel, without any malice or hate or judgment. That stated... This war <clears throat> is starting to glimpse on to where we talked about Gog and Magog. And when we talked about that, they were referencing that area being close to the Black Sea. And those are the two, uh, two nations that deceive the entire world. And then as we go forward from there, that point, we also notice that we have Hamas. Now, they're also being funded by Iran, and uh, they have support with um, Afghanistan, Jordan, Syria, and a few other Muslim nations. That stated, Israel is just one state that's right now calling out where they're, they're going to need some backup. According to the Quran and some Muslims that I've talked to, that if this is the war that is supposed to be the starting of World War Three or the war that it speaks about in biblical and um, Muslim prophecy, the war is going to end with the Muslim losing the war. And Israel will be established as a major nation um, and a world power at that point, uh, according to Muslim uh, prophecy. Now, as we go forward from here, we have to understand that in Christianity, we look at it as that when we need to see prophecy, we need to look toward Israel. 
you know, we have to see what's going on in Israel to understand the prophecies that are going to be fulfilled. The bride, uh, Israel is the bride of God. So we need to understand and fix this and understand how we do this and work with ourselves to do this. Now, as we grow as people and as we grow in ourselves and we look toward God and we pray for him for guidance and support and love, we also need to realize that we are not the ones that need the help right now. There's people beyond our fold that need more help than us. The Israelis need it. The Palestinians need it. You know, there's tons of other countries that are a lot worse off. And people are complaining that they don't have a new Cadillac Escalade in their, in their you know, driveway. And we need to start... Focusing on other people instead of focusing on what we want. Greed and nature and pride have all started taking over the human aspect of our life. And that is not what Jesus preached about. That is not what God wants from us. God stated in Isaiah that the people will speak about God in their lips, but their hearts have been driven away from them. When they explain that, we go into this, and we won't even get into that part of the, the verse, but there is a specific verse that the Muslims used to try to say Muhammad's in there, but that's they took it out of context. They were saying that if you give a person a book that's locked, they cannot read it. And if you give an illiterate person a book, they cannot read it. So... At the end of the day, when you're listening to these scribes and these people that have higher education and higher values, you're listening to what they perceive to be the truth. But what we have as the truth is the Bible. It's in our hands, and we need to understand it. We need to grow in it. We need to understand God's Word. What we do know is that Israel right now is in a lot of trouble. And with Israel being in trouble, that doesn't just mean that Israel is completely innocent in the matter. It means that there's also the Palestinians, there's innocent Palestinians that are being killed. And we need to pray for them because the innocents are the ones that are not needing to be withheld with this. Now, in this matter... I'm assuming most of the people that listen to this podcast ascribe and side with Israel. Because the majority who listen are most likely Christian. The people that that side with the Palestinians, I want you to understand that in 1948, yes, there was a map published by National Geographic. National Geographic put all of Israel as Palestine. All of Israel being Palestine, they're saying Israel never existed. And this was something is being put as misinformation on the internet to say Israel never existed. Israel has been founded way before that time. 
and the Minerfsa steel and two other steels that were found in the Egyptian um, archives. The steels talk about the conquests and the wars that were ended in victory on the Egyptian side. These wars, specifically when the Minerfsa steel was taken by Ramses II, I believe, if I remember correctly, and that was saying that the seed of Israel um, has not been wasted or um, will not be wasted or something like that. Essentially, um, what it's supposed to be meaning is that they took Israel. Now remember, Jacob in the book of Genesis got renamed as Israel. And they're saying his seed, um, they said Israel is no more but his seed will not be wasted. So essentially they're saying that his children, his lineage, is going to be used. And they're using the Hebrews at that time to be taken into captivity in, the, uh, in Egypt. And that's in the book of Genesis. From the book of Genesis, we go into the book of Exodus, where Moses comes in and Moses delivers the Hebrews out of Egypt. This is all based in the Torah. As we go through there and you go forward from the kingdoms and all that stuff through Joshua and all that, we understand that there was the kingdom of Israel. And then from there, they split the kingdom to Israel and Judah. <clears throat> from all that point, Israel was established from the book of Genesis. And then it was also established um, later on in time. Uh, even during the time of King David and King Hezekiah. King Hezekiah was, had uh, Judah at the time, and he was under a war with an Assyrian king. This proves that Israel existed beforehand. Now, in 1948, when the National Geographic published the Palestinian map, what they're not understanding is that Palestinians, or the Isra uh, Israel, was under... Um, the UK at the time during uh, World War II. And I believe, I think that was like 1945, 44, or 47, something around there. Anyway, um, the UK took it, and then they established the state of Israel after the Holocaust. And then from that point, there was... Um, a year that Israel reclaimed all its land. From that point, um, I believe it was in... ...1995... ...that, um... ...that Palestinians got rule over land in Israel... So, in 1995, got elected as the Palestinian government. However, in 2005, there was some sort of siege or some sort of thing that happened to, that occurred at that time. And during that point, 
um, Israel withdrew from it, and then in 2007, um, they established the government of uh, Hamas, or H-A-M-A-S. Now, as Hamas became the Palestinian government, as it's being a part in a small little location in Israel, as the Hamas government is there, obviously they're putting attacks into Israel because they want to access more land. On top of that, the Palestinians want to have Jerusalem for themselves. In fact, most Muslims believe Jerusalem belongs to them, not the Israelites. However, the um, Muslims, according to Islam, hasn't come around until 600 AD, and Jerusalem was founded way before that, which means it belongs to Israel. So, what it really is, is a massive amount of greed of land. They want the Holy Land. Now, as much as I try to be fair to the Muslims and everything, I do see a lot of radical and um, evasiveness with the uh, Islamic religion. A lot of radicals, lots of jihads, people that are not afraid to die and, you know, kill people for the religion. And then there's been reports of other Muslim activities going on in other countries in Europe that have been enacted sense of violence. Now, again, this is all media that has been being thrown up, and I don't really always watch the media and believe the media, but the whole thing is, is as this war is starting, it's going to make me think, hypothetically, in my own mind, that all these Muslim nations are going to rise up to try to support the Palestinians. And as they rise up, then it's going to lead into a war between America and the UK and some other nations that are siding with Israel. And this will go into a massive war. This could lead to World War III. Now, I'm not saying it will. I'm not saying this is a prophecy that I'm foreseeing or anything like that. I'm saying this is a possibility. I'm not a prophet. But what I will say is that we need to pray for these people. There's going to be so many innocent suffering. God needs to know that we care about his people, and not just his people, but we need to love his enemies too. And we need to express that the innocence of the enemies that he has aren't part of it. They might not like Israel, they might not side with Israel, but at the same time, their enemies need to be prayed for. And we gotta hope that they will eventually grasp the truth of the gospel. Israel, as of now, they, uh, from my understanding, from what I've heard and seen on some videos, that the Israeli government made it so um, you can't evangelize in Israel. So the gospel cannot be spread. If the gospel cannot be spread, that means God's message cannot be sent. And if God's message cannot be sent, this seems like a deemable punishment for Israel 
because this has happened in numerous accounts in the Old Testament, especially in the book of Judges. Now, we go in and we're understanding how all this prophecy is working and how all these things are coming around. It's coming to be a full circle. Now, am I saying that we have to condemn or we have to fight or we have to do something for these people? What I'm saying is we need to pray. We need to do everything we can to make sure that God will have mercy on some of these people that are innocent. The wrath of God is very heavy as we have seen in the Old Testament. And it's going to be even more heavy in Revelation. So I pray that everybody that's listening to this will pray for all the nations. That all nations, not just Israel and Palestine, but all nations will find God in their hearts and in their souls and in their lips and in their minds. And when they understand that these points of God are supposed to be within all people and all of creation, that we are supposed to honor, love, and worship God. That from that point forward, going from this point to the next point, that we will understand that this is God's plan. We do not know God's ways, and we will never understand the way His ways are. But we will understand that even though we cannot conceive His thoughts, because His thoughts are not our thoughts... His ways are not our ways. We do know that His ways are better than the ways that we want. So God bless Israel. And God, please protect the innocents and the Palestinians. God protect the Israelites. And God protect all the people that are trying to help Israel. And all the people trying to help the Ukraine. And pray for Russia. For the people that don't want to be a part of this war. The enemies of Russia. They need to be uh, the bad people in Russia. They need to be prayed for because they need to find the light. The same way the, pal the evil Palestinians need to find the light. The same way the bad Israelites need to find the light. Everybody has a good and bad side to them. This is not to be disclosed. Even Jesus has preached this. Paul has even stated that Israel is in spiritual blindness at this point. We need to open their eyes. We need to get this message out there. So if anybody knows any Israelites around that know this, preach them the gospel. Preach them the message of Jesus, Yeshua. Show them that he was a Jew. Show them that he is the prophet from the book of Daniel 7. That he's the anointed one. That he is the Messiah. And that he is the Lord of creation. Once people understand this and they grow in their heart and they grow in their mind and they grow in their spirit, they will become one. And they will understand that their heart, mind, and soul will become a single entity and they will be one with God and they can go forward 
and help out and pray and do whatever they can to bring peace and love and harmony into this world. But until then, we need to wait because there is going to be a tribulation coming. And that tribulation, I don't know when, I don't know where, and I don't know how it's going to happen. I just know that the Bible preaches about it, and when it hits, it's going to hit hard. Whether you're a pre-trib um, rapture person, a post-trib rapture, a mid-trib rapture, or a no-rapture person, the point of the being is, is that regardless of what rapture you believe in, you need to be one with God and you need to make sure that everybody knows the message of Jesus because if they do not know this then they are not going to be safe into this love one another as I have loved you and if you're ready to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior Please go find the Sinner's Prayer message in episodes and recite it. And accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yeshua is waiting to hear from you. And he wants your heart and he wants your soul. And he wants you to be a part of his family. And as you get adopted into the family, you're going to meet so many people that are going to welcome you. And their hearts and in their minds, and in their souls. But don't forget, there are some of us that are lukewarm, and there are some of us that are false Christians, and you're going to meet many antichrists going along the way, people that claim to be prophets that are false prophets, and you need to test and discern the spirits. And when you have the Holy Spirit with inside you, by confessing that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, you will have the discernment to know the truth. So God bless you all. God bless Israel. And please protect the innocence of all nations under God. God bless you all.